listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday, the 19th of April. This is Recap brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Helen. G'day, Jose. How's Easter been? Oh, man, uh, Easter's been so good. Quick recap from me. Uh, very quick. <laughs> All I did was just eat, essentially. <laughs> I didn't do anything else. But- but that's what Easter's for, lots of treats, lots of decadence, mm, you know, yeah. sitting back. Yeah, I um I did eat more hot cross buns, I, I'm I'm loath to say, but they're pretty damn good <laughs> when they're homemade. But I did get out walking and I did go for a few swims, so you know, bit of a oh, mix there. Yeah, yeah, the perfect Easter by the sounds of it. That's excellent. Let us continue. Mm, great weather. Yeah, oh yeah, the mm-hmm. weather was good as well. Have to remember that. Um hopefully everybody listening out there had a great Easter as well. Thanks for joining us on Recap. Let's crack on. A lot to talk about today. So, Helen, let's start with Bank of America shares having a bounce back after some surprising news that bad debtors aren't as prevalent as thought. Yes, this story comes as we head into a week of earnings results where analysts are looking closely to see how big corporates are handling the impact of the war in Ukraine and inflationary pressures. All eyes and ears will be on companies such as Netflix, Tesla, Johnson & Johnson and IBM, which are all due to report. Now, Bank of America completes a mixed earnings season for the big Wall Street banks, many of whom posted a decline in profit, in part due to the war in Ukraine. Now, it must be said that unlike most Wall Street banks, a good portion of Bank of America's income is generated by consumer spending. In fact, it's the second largest lender in the US, and this business has done well. One analyst described this as Main Street banking, which is strong, versus Wall Street banking, which is weak in terms of the results. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, it all just sounds a bit counterintuitive to me. I mean, you'd think that lending to consumers in times of rising inflation just wouldn't bode well. Okay, let me explain. First quarter results of the bank show a run of strong credit continued. Now, a big driver for this is a 52% decrease in borrowers who fall behind in their repayments. At just 392 million US dollars, this is less than half of what the figure was estimated to be by analysts. The bank also posted a mere 30 million provision for credit losses, which is tied to management's view of potential future losses. And again, this is well below analyst estimates. The bank also said it had healthy reserves that had it put away previously um, for expected defaults. Another point made by the analysts about the result, though, is that because of the bank's high proportion of consumer deposit, it is likely to benefit more from rate rises than its rivals. And as you know, that's that's where we're going with rates. The Chief Financial Officer, Alistair Borthwick, said first quarter results were strong despite challenging markets and volatility which we believe reflect the value of our responsible growth strategy. Okay, so that's the consumer lending aspect. How does the results stack up overall? 
The bank said that profit declined 12% to 7.07 billion US dollars or 80 cents per share. Now this exceeded the 75 cent per share estimate by analysts. Revenue climbed 1.8% to 23 billion US dollars. This roughly matches expectations. Overall, the bank is bullish in its outlook. Chief Executive Brian Moynihan said Bank of America customers had spent at the highest level ever recorded for the first quarter, representing a double-digit percentage increase on a year ago. On a conference call to analysts, he posed the question of could a slowdown in the economy happen, to which he said perhaps, but right now the size of the economy is bigger than pre-pandemic levels. Consumer spending remains strong, unemployment is low, and wages are rising. Okay, so where did Bank of America's shares end up? Shares closed on Monday up 3.4% to $38.35. Before Monday, Bank of America shares had fallen, fallen 15% for the year. Last week we talked about how Amazon warehouse workers formed the first union recognised by the tech giant in the US, and now it looks like workers at Apple are trying to get in on the action. Is that right, Jose? Yes, it is. So this is happening at Apple's high-profile Grand Central Terminal store in New York. A group of workers at the store who are calling themselves Fruit Stand Workers Unite which actually sounds quite delicious, say they are currently working to organise a union. If they are successful, this would be the first union at Apple's at any of Apple's stores in the US. So what are they asking for exactly? So they want workers at the store to be paid a minimum of 30 US dollars an hour. Now currently Apple employees can make between 17 or more than 30 dollars uh, an hour depending on their experience and the market they're working in. Uh, they're also looking at a range of stuff uh, like increasing uh, vacation time, getting better retirement plans and improving health and safety at that Grand Central store. And what do they need to do to get a union up and running? Well, at the moment, the employee-led group is assessing the level of support within staff for a union. Uh, they need about 30% of the current 270 employees at the store to first file with the National Labor Relations Board before they can get a petition going. And then after that, more than 50% of employees have to vote in favour of unionising for the union to be official. According to a report by the Washington Post, workers at at least three other Apple stores are also uh, trying to unionise. And this seems to be a trend of rising workplace activism in America. We've noted the victory by Amazon workers, and there's also a number of Starbucks stores where employees have voted to unionise. Yeah, and it seems to be emboldening workers, particularly those working for the tech giants. Uh, the Apple workers are seeking representation with Workers United, which is attached to the Service Employees International Union, uh, which is the organisation that uh, organised some of those Starbuck, Starbuck union drives. So it's an interesting time for employees and their bosses. The labour market has become increasingly tight in the US, which has led companies to offer their workers more incentives. Uh, for example, in February this year, Apple started a series of pay rises for senior retail employees, uh, as well as doubling paid sick days. And to finish off for today, Jose, you've got some news about Rua Bioscience reaching a pretty important milestone. 
Yes, the Gisborne-based cannabis pharmaceutical company has launched its first medicine in New Zealand. This means that the company will be creating its first revenue after listing on the New Zealand Stock Exchange in 2020. It had received the green light after receiving verification from the New Zealand Medical Cannabis Agency's quality standards late last year. They will be producing a prescription-only CBD oil, which can be prescribed to potentially relieve chronic pain, aid in sleeping, and uh, potentially reduce anxiety as well. It also comes with the launch of what Rural Bioscience are calling New Zealand's first compassionate access program for medicinal cannabis products. Uh, what this means is Rural will make its medicine available at no cost to a limited group of qualifying people in the Gisborne region. That was Recap for the 19th of April. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We'd also love you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There is a link in the episode description. We'll see you tomorrow. We sure will. Matewa. See you then.